So I wanted to talk about living ageless in death. I can recall the first time I remember what death was. Going home, I would some would say, but it was with a cousin, and I would like to talk about this in honor of that cousin. We used to call her Bunny. Her name was Bernadine, and she was back when there was not a lot of study on cancer, but she did die of cancer. And I don't know how, but I, I feel like my grandmother was able to figure something was wrong with her grandbaby. And I remember um, Bernadine had a huge mane. She had a lot of hair. All the granddaughters had a lot of hair. So when we were all over there, my grandmother had to comb our hair, you know, and she had arthritis. It was a struggle. But I can recall with Bernadine, it was something different. Bernadine was a beautiful soul. And I, 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 I didn't remember a whole lot, but I remember she used to pick me up a lot because I remember seeing the bottom of her and then seeing her teeth. She had a split in the middle of her teeth. So I didn't figure that out for years. But then one day, just the light bulb went off, and I realized, okay, she used to pick me up from the floor to my, to her face. And I remember she was very good at lagging, playing jacks. Like she had a big hand to me because she could really flip those jacks on the floor and stuff like that. And I remember it came to a time when she would tell my grandmother that her scalp itched. And I didn't really know, but I would always, back then they used to have this stuff called Castile soap. And my grandmother would, whenever she said it, my grandmother would always take her and wash her hair. I didn't really understand what it, understand what was happening at that time. But as I look back, she was dying and she was a teenager. So it's like we had Bunny, and then we didn't have Bunny. And just last year, her brother, who was the patriarch of the family, left. So I had never thought about Bunny for a long time, because I just remember one day that the family went to the closet and they took out this white dress. And when they took out this white dress, I remember asking, Where, where's everybody going? And I remember my mother looked at me and she said, we're taking Bunny home, she's not coming back. And I never saw Bunny again. But in that moment, I knew something had happened and something had changed in my life because Bernadine was this person. She was just a beautiful soul. I just remember that about her. I remember that she was this beautiful soul, but she was taken from us at such a young age. But I feel her presence ever since her brother passed last year. I feel her presence 
around me more. Because as being direct descent of the Canary Archipelago Islanders, we had some rituals or whatever you want to call them. When we had people leave and go to the other side, we had to wear black clothes for 30 days. That was a part of us celebrating them going home. I thought it was just a part of the grief, but it was a way of us allowing them to make it over to the other side. And um, I remember my grandparents used to cover the mirrors. And I, I remember asking my grandfather, why do you cover those mirrors when, you know, things happen? And he said, sometimes souls try to come back and we don't want them in the mirror. I don't know, we did do that. And so we honored the going home in a way that I still do it. Um, I mean, I've been in black since we buried my cousin on Wednesday. And, you know, hopefully I'll start coming up out of that. But there's another part of me that, no, I can't let that go. Because it's a part of my ancestors. And it was a part of what we did as a as a family we helped our loved ones over we did that we did that very well you know I, you know we did that very well and then we have to start over we we have to start over because now everything has been changed i remember we used to have this man come over and he used to do these pictures of the family, and it would be a whole bunch of us just in the family in this picture. And then one day I looked at the picture. He used to put them in a Viewmaster where you click the little Viewmaster and you could see the pictures. And then one day it's like those numbers and people just started dwindling. They just started dwindling. And I internalized some of that. I, what did I do? Why are these people leaving? Why are they not coming back? I didn't really understand what that was. But they had completed their journey. It was a journey, and they had completed it. But my family did not suffer in the last generation. They just died. They just gave up the ghosts, just like that. Falling off of a chair, one just sat on the side of bed, one just dropped in the backyard. They weren't in the hospital for prolonged, prolonged periods of time. So the tragedy of them just being here and then being gone like that so fast, it just overwhelmed me. It just overwhelmed me, and now I'm seeing a difference where maybe it's a part of the COVID. Some of the family is going into the hospital maybe a week or whatever, and 
not coming out. And so it's very different to get that proverbial telephone call saying that they didn't make it. They did not make it. And then you have to internalize and process this. What happened? But it also makes you reflect on your life. Because it's amazing when I think about when we were kids, there were games like one, two, three, red light. And you had to go back to the beginning. You know, one, two, three, red light. If you weren't, you know, if you were still caught moving, you had to go back to the beginning. But it was amazing because those were the people who went back to the beginning. We thought they were going to lose. And then some some change that happened, they became this like underdog because now we were in the front because we kept up. But they're in the back. They had to start all over. But a lot of times, the we that was in the front became laxed and didn't feel we needed to work as hard to win because we were closer to the finish line. In the meantime, that person that went to the beginning started strategizing a workable plan of taking larger leaps to get to that finish line. And a lot of times... Those people would be the winners. And we would always say, how'd you get to the finish line first? Because they worked it out. They figured it out. It was amazing how many children games that it's almost as I look back were telltale signs. And there were messages in that. One, two, three, red light. Ring around a rosy. And these games had some symbols in it. And they were teachable moments. And it's amazing how young kids have no real games, you know, like that. They play everything is just a thumb thing and, you know, how fast they can, whatever. It's, you know, just not, not good. So I just wanted to talk about debt today because I just feel that before the debt and, and, and the rebirth, we have to sometime find a way to come to grips with that there has been a death. And it's not always a physical death, but sometimes things just have to die in order for new things to live Like that song, Fantasia. Sometimes you got to lose to win again. Love that song. So if you want to know more about her, you can go to Grammarly Depot. G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y D-E-P-O-T dot com. Gram this. Thank you.